Hey, hey, all you Arizona lovers, welcome back to the Finding Arizona podcast video format. Yes, this is episode number 346. We are joining BSL Nutrition in uh, Benjamin is the owner behind uh, the whole brand and it is wonderful. I want to say this just was just interesting to talk to him. Some of the things that you may want to look out for with this uh, full body system, uh, you will get some interesting feedback for different differences in nutrition and and uh, what your vibe is for this I encourage you guys to go to the website as we always do we link everybody with their own links in the bios below so always stay connected with them through that but I want to say I encourage you guys to go check them out because some of the benefits that you will get from looking into this is more individualism, more structure, more strategy based on lifestyle preference. And that's one thing as a parent that we talked about in our conversation that was very interesting to me and very uh, vital in the sense of my own nutrition. So that being said, we'll move on to a little bit of more of the businessy side. You can catch every episode of our podcast at FindingArizonaPodcast.com. We make it easy for you guys to connect with us. So always I encourage you guys check us out social media finding Arizona podcast that's under Twitter Instagram and Facebook last but not least if you want to go to our website and check the vlog the blog the vlog is a little bit more of the personal side and you'll catch that over on YouTube the blog is also personal side and you can check that out on our website but if you want to just do the basic I just want to know who's coming in who's coming out sign up for our newsletter and that'll go straight to your email and that'll tell you exactly Exactly who's coming in and out and it'll also provide you some promo codes that you can sign up for so all in all we make it easy again for you guys to just connect with us stay in contact with us I hope you guys are enjoying these video formats it's a lot of fun for me to edit it's a lot of fun for me to do so that being said this is episode number 346 with BSL nutrition we will catch you on the next episode bye y'all Welcome back, everybody, to the Finding Arizona podcast. I'm your host, Jose. As always, we bring in someone very special every week. And today's no different. Ladies and gentlemen, I would love to introduce Ben Brown, who is the owner, head nutritionist, and fitness coach for BS, BSL Nutrition. Uh, welcome, Ben. Thank you for joining us. Jose, thanks for having me, man. It's an absolute pleasure to be here. It's an absolute pleasure to have you because one of the things that you kind of focus on and, and it's just kind of throughout your website and, and the writing of it is uh, parents, you know, kind of this helping them reach their fitness goals, helping them uh, and just, you know, kind of one of the maintained portions is like, you know, you want to help those mothers and fathers get back into the fitness world. 100%. Nutrition. Nutrition. I should be more specific. I want to try and do my best and do diligence on saying the right words. Uh, I know you cover a lot of things, not just fitness, but you cover a big portion of uh, eating factors, all of that in between. Uh, so I'd love to get this rolling. I yeah. also love to ask you our very first question is, give us a little bit of your origin story. Yeah, absolutely. So, so just to clarify, and I appreciate, you know, mm -hmm. you acknowledging that we're doing fitness and nutrition. And really what we do is we help parents, certainly busy parents, high achievers, decision makers, mm -hmm. uh, and what we call invested improvers. We help these people make long-term lifestyle change. Now, invariably that's going to include not only fitness changes, but nutrition changes, lifestyle changes, and really addressing the whole package mm -hmm. as well as 
helping people and giving them the support and the guidance and the accountability, which really is the biggest underlying thing to be able to do that. And, and so that's really what we do. And we'll get more into how we do that in, in our kind of proprietary process. Um, but my background has really always been, I've always been keen to health and fitness really by virtue of the fact that I had a lot of health issues growing up mm-hmm. uh, and not overtly like I wasn't sick, a sickly child as a very physically active capable uh, young man who played all of the sports and wasn't necessarily great at any one of them per se, but played all of the sports. I was very health minded. I was generally in good shape growing up, but I had a lot of pretty severe digestive issues growing up Mm. that were just prevalent. And I didn't really know anything otherwise, but throughout high school, I was dealing with, uh, like I said, a lot of digestive issues. I was on a number of different medications. I had to do one of those like endoscopies where they put the the video camera down your throat to look at your stomach. And cause the doctors couldn't figure out what was going on. And invariably they, they never could, which propelled me into having to understand on my own and figure out for myself what the issues were. And by virtue of doing that over a number of years through college, through graduate school, through a secondary degree in clinical nutrition, through tons and you know, thousands of dollars and tons of different certifications was really starting to dial in my own personal needs. Mm-hmm. And by virtue of that, developing the tools to be able to help other people not only improve their health, improve their nutrition, improve their fitness. And so that's been the journey of BSL nutrition as it stands today through at one point being a personal trainer, shifting into the online space in 2015, and now being able to help people as a virtual business all over the world. I love that. That is something that is very much like it fascinates me how people find their passion. And that's one of the things that kind of brought this podcast to life is just one of the main things that I find very curious is just kind of the overall arcing story of someone in their business is, uh, you know, how they get started, how they find themselves into a um, situation like this, where some people have the means or like have the kind of family history where it's just like it passed down from one generation to another, or it's someone who's um, just very curious, passionate. They find it one day and then it kind of snowballs. And for you, it's more interesting in the fact that it is ingrained in your life. It is something that is, has not only developed along with you and has grown with you throughout the years, but it has not only been a part of your life, from a very start and it may not have even in your mind crossed to a business opportunity but it is something that i feel is like special or is unique in the in the sense that it has been a part of you it has been with you from the very get go and it's just slowly been building in the in the in the background of your mind and how you build yeah. your 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 life and everything like that so it's very unique and fascinating to me that someone like yourself has just wrap their head and their body around something like themselves and what what makes their own selves tick and just project that forward and use Mm -hmm. that momentum has has that ever crossed your mind or has that ever like kind of developed in your head a hundred percent you know so much of it 
is a product of my frustration with the nutrition and fitness world that we live in. Mm -hmm. And from the start, like I said, is conventional medicine with as many wonderful facets that it has for me, wasn't the solution to the problems that I was experiencing. And so I had to look in a different direction. And by virtue of doing that, I really was inundated with a myriad of ways to improve physical health uh, and well-being from a more holistic standpoint. Now, I'll say very overtly that we're very integrated into, say, both Western and Eastern philosophies to the degree that first and foremost, we have to understand, especially as busy parents, like we just need to understand first and foremost, like what's realistic for you and Mm -hmm. where are you starting and then develop sort of the roadmap from where you are now to where you want to go and how do we overcome the roadblocks to get there? And there's just going to be a lot of different ways to do that, but really was and currently is, I mean, our mission is to help change the belief system around what it means to be healthy Mm -hmm. because we are so set in the ideologies of there's only one myopic way to do things. And so I have to start and be overly aggressive and overly restrictive. And I have to do this diet and I have to do this exercise program. And while I think it's, it's nice to want to have aggressive results, Mm -hmm. we lend all of our efforts into, if it doesn't happen fast, invariably it doesn't happen at all. And so flipping the script there and changing our mindset again, around what it actually means to not only be healthy, but to get healthy. Mm -hmm. And that by virtue of doing that, our health determines our freedom, right? We know that how much more are we capable of if, and when we do actually Mm -hmm. start to practice that physical, mental, emotional well-being by taking the time and the energy and developing the habits and skills and tools that we need to get there. And so our whole business is molded around not only the science of being able to create change, because that's a large part of, you know, vast majority of my life I've spent in academia with multiple master's degrees, various certifications, both of my parents, you know, have spent a ton of time in academia. And so it was rooted in my, in just my psyche that of course we want to understand science we want to be educated but it's not the end all be all in terms of we also need to understand the psychology of behavior change right mm-hmm. Jose we we all know what to do yes right when it comes to nutrition like I know what to do but know to you're not good. doing it I know the fitness yeah. part I know what like at, you know my heart rate you know helps me lose weight like it, we understand that we we get all of that we see the door sometimes right and we just don't walk through it and i think we know what to do go ahead please oh oh, no no it's just one of the things i wanted to relate to you on and it's just one of the things if someone else is hearing this um for my own you know family's sake is there's a lot of um right now there's a lot of perils with you know because i'm native american there's a lot of perils with um diabetes um health uh, heart uh issues and cancer and so one of the things that early on stage you know all all of this is is a lot of preventability through nutrition fitness and being able to you know make those changes and i just again i'm i'm such an advocate for every little bit counts everywhere that you do the things properly you know whether that's 
going for the walks, you know, starting off by going for a walk, then moving up to jogging, right. then moving up to running, motivating yourself, you know, you, and like you're, you're bringing up the mindset of like, and to again, bring back my own thing of like every little counts. It's like, I wake up and I just tell myself, it's going to be a good day. It's going to, it's going to work mm-hmm. out or it's going to, and it's that mindset of like, you know, we are human beings. We need, you know, sometimes we need that motivation, whether that's, you know, the first thing that you, we, but we have control. So it's like, whether you wake up in that morning and you allow yourself to either go to your phone or look yourself in the mirror, just meditate or look yourself in the mirror and say, it's going to be okay. It's today's one That's more right. day. You know, those types of things, every little bit counts. That's right. And That's so, right. And, yeah. and kudos to you for, for showing up and taking ownership over your health because so many people don't. And so that's what I was alluding to is it's not just about calories in, calories out, eat less, exercise more. Can that move the needle unequivocally? But is that enough for people to understand? Clearly it's not because we have more information now than we've ever had at our fingertips, right? But we're not doing anything with it because the psychology of behavior change is the biggest limiting factor into why we do or don't do, right? And so many people, frankly, making excuses as to why they can't own their health choices, right? It's like you said, I wake up and I choose to be physically active rather than being relegated to, well, because I'm Native American, I'm predisposed to diabetes and heart disease and cancer. Therefore, it's just going to happen. And I've had people straight up tell me that it's not an uncommon theme, uh, especially, you know, on reservations, as an example, to just accept when I get diabetes, Right. It's just because everyone has it. Yeah, exactly. You know what I mean? And so and so changing the belief system, changing the mindset and then, of course, infusing the art of coaching into this Mm -hmm. is how do we show up for you? How do you show up for us and how do we help create that level of accountability Mm -hmm. to help you move the needle in the realistic way so that we can leverage the science so that we can leverage and make informed decisions around the data that we're uh, interpreting right on a daily basis and keep that ownership rolling. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. And one of the things that I'm very excited to just, again, talk to you about is just kind of like how you and your system are bringing this to the everyday individual. And one of the things that I've, you know, doing my research is that you do have an event coming up in November that you would, I would very much like for people to hear about. But I know that just to let you know behind the scenes, it's like they may not hear it right in time because of this the way we bring out our episodes. But I would love for people to, one, understand what this event means and what it means to your business because it is, I feel like, a very vital thing coming up. But a two, what this event may bring in, like bring life to. What are the seedlings that are hopefully going to grow from this? Well, it it aligns exactly with what I'm talking about. Now, our event coming up in the beginning of November, it's November 5th weekend. Mm -hmm. Uh, We originally created it for all of our existing clientele. We have a lot of local Phoenician clients, Mm -hmm. um, but we also have a lot of clients around the country that fly in for the event. And we call the event Elevate. Now, in this particular case, it's Elevate 2022. And the tagline is the No Rules Health Revolution. 
nice. because we firmly believe, like I said, in terms of breaking beliefs is there are no rules mm -hmm. when it comes to getting healthy, when it comes to weight loss. And if we could, in fact, change the psychology around what most people believe is I have to follow this diet. I have to follow this meal plan. I have to exercise five days a week. If I'm not resistance training or I'm not doing hit cardio, blah, 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 is I'm not going to get the results. Therefore, I'm going to be relegated to just putting it off, starting again Monday, doing the same old song and dance of yo-yo dieting cycle, which I'm confident so many of our listeners are stuck in, right? Mm -hmm. Because so many of our clients have been caught in those loops. Yeah. And so the whole intention of this event is not to sit you down and lecture you around, eat this, not that here's how you should be exercising. And here's our take on a different nutritional protocol. Mm -hmm. Rather, it has so much more to do with two fundamental elements. Jose, it has to do with changing our mindset and our belief system around what it means to get healthy okay. by surrounding ourselves with a community of like-minded people and okay. understanding that all of the tools that we need to break those beliefs and get the support and the guidance and the accountability that we need, we have at our disposal by virtue of our existing community. Yeah. When you surround yourselves with the right people, you're invariably going to start to make better decisions. And the more better decisions you make, the more consistently you make them, the better your progress is. Yeah. The more you learn, the more you're challenged, the more you develop the tools and the skills to be successful long-term so that you can be an owner so that you can be an adult and make your own decisions around how to make those better decisions, regardless of the circumstances, mm -hmm. right? You're traveling and you've got kids and you need to eat in the airport or you're going to grab fast food or it's summer break or spring break, or you're going out with friends or you're trying to navigate your social support system. Mm -hmm. Those are all very real obstacles. Yeah. that we need to encounter and do encounter every single day. And we don't develop those tools when we're following a myopic meal plan that says, eat this, not that. These are quote unquote good foods. These are quote unquote bad foods. This is what we call dichotomous thinking. This is black or white thinking, and yeah. it's not serving us anymore, Jose. Absolutely. And so it's time to flip the script. Absolutely. And that's the direction that we're going. And we're trying to give people permission to take ownership over their health, just like you talked about how you're doing it for you. Thank you so much. And again, I, Ben, you have, you bring such joy to what, and passion to what you're talking about. And I really do, again, this is the real big reason why I have this podcast is again, to share these moments of like pure passion and how much it shows through and through, not only from the owner themselves, but again, the team members that make up or the people who uh, encompass the events in your group and your community that you bring. So I hope that everyone shares the same mentality, the same kind of passion as you do, because it really does bring delight and bring almost this joy of like wanting to go back into the fitness and, and nutrition and all of it. It brings that level of like comfortability and just, you know, again, a joy to it. So thank you again yeah. for what you bring to the table. I'd love to understand a little bit more of the personal side to you and just kind of, I know your uh, business uh, hat is on right now. I'd love to take that off and put on the dad hat a little bit. Um, what are some of the things 
that your 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 family kind of helps you with kind of your everyday of like putting you know helping the fitness side or the nutrition side because there are a level I can sit at a test for being a dad myself it's just like there's a level of like working around your kids almost but in a sense you're also eating the you want them to eat just as healthy and as nice as you do so it's like there's this level of like they can't really have protein powder some of the time. So what are some of the things that we share, like making a smoothie together that we can kind of like, what are those, some of the things yeah. that you do with your family? Yeah, that's a great question. And I, I think first and foremost, uh, the most effective strategy to help your family live the healthiest lifestyle is to lead by example, right? Is like when we show up, and we do the things that are going to help drive uh, and drive healthy behaviors and healthy physical activity levels. Our kids are constantly seeing that, right? Mm -hmm. They're experiencing that and they're going to start to reinforce those behaviors for themselves. And I think too often where you're caught in loops of uh, do as I say, not as I do, right? Stop watching TV while I'm sitting on my phone or turn off your iPad, yet I'm still scrolling mindlessly on my phone or yeah. saying not right now, give me a minute. We are all guilty. We're all guilty of that stuff. And so what I try and do consistently is lead by example, first and foremost. And, and, and beyond that is we really make it a point to just observe balance in the household. I, and, and to be fair, like when our, so our kids are, are let's see, our, our daughters are about, they're almost 13 and 11. Uh, my son is seven. Okay. And way back, I mean, I had plenty of my own personal issues with nutrition imbalances, um, a really unhealthy relationship with food. Mm -hmm. And it was very, very challenging on my relationship with my wife, on my social support system, just the, the interpersonal struggles that I experienced. And this is why I am so passionate about the, the nutrition field and the fitness field today, uh, because I've, I've had all of my own issues, so I can speak yeah. the language. But what we really observed was the need to have that level of balance. And this is certainly what we preach to our clients and families mm -hmm. as well as, as being able to have, uh, you know, plenty of healthy food choices, as well as, you know, plenty of not so healthy food choices. And, and you know, sometimes we, we call it uh, all the time food versus sometimes foods. Got it. And the kids really just learning by virtue of example of saying, hey, nothing wrong with having dessert, nothing wrong with having some sugar, some ice cream, or God forbid, a soda every now and again. But they understand the nuances of this is not food that we eat all the time because yeah. these this is it because this is how it makes us feel. Mm -hmm. And these are the repercussions of eating these things. And so yeah. some of the ways that we instill these behaviors is by really trying to reinforce some healthy meal structure, right? Yeah. Having a solid breakfast, making sure we're getting enough protein at each of our meals, specifically that first meal of the day, mm -hmm. because we really understand from a research standpoint, the importance of fueling not only ourselves, but our kids with a good chunk of protein uh, first thing in the day as it pertains to their energy levels, their mental clarity and cognitive function and focus, yeah. um, their blood sugar levels, 
right? Their yep. decision-making abilities. And so reinforcing protein at all of their meals, trying to create a solid family dynamic around dinner as mm -hmm. much as possible. And it's becoming more and more challenging now that our kids are really starting to get involved in after-school sports. Oh, so wow. yeah, Christine and I, my, my, yeah. So they're that like four to five days a week, we're you know, chauffeuring all over the place for the various sports for all of the kids, but yeah, a couple times a week, really making it a point to sit down at the dinner table, distraction free, yeah. have a meal together, communicate, yeah. right? Discuss what's going well, what are we struggling with, and show them the importance of breaking bread together. Mm -hmm. And that's a huge element of the family dynamic and. Um, this goes back to the science, too, is just the research around families that have meals together reinforce healthier eating behaviors in the children. Mm -hmm. Right. It's Absolutely. it's it's. And so it's so important that we do those things. So between, um, you know, Jose, between just kind of the, the daily meal structure, Try both my wife and I, you know, we were both in, heavily involved in the business. Mm -hmm. So working from home together, running a family and a marriage together, yeah. there's plenty of opportunities to, um, and, and differences to navigate. Mm -hmm. Uh, it's just about keeping lines of communication open as much as possible. 100%. I agree with you. My, uh, so my wife and I work from home currently, but uh, she's about to move into an office situation. So she was doing that before. And now I, you know, schedules change, then they change again, and then they change once more. And I'm starting to realize that even more with your kids being at the point where you have to reestablish um, the family sitting at the dinner table. And so one of the things that we're establishing now is with my son, who is one, we're establishing, you know, going to the dinner table, us all sitting there with uh, one another, eating our meal at the dinner table with him, you know, communicating that, you know, food, eat, you know, all of these things, communicating and establishing that. And so one of the things that's like, again, it's like, it's fun to kind of peek and in, into like the different age groups and understand okay it's like oh so you guys are re-establishing that and it's like it's really kind of interesting to me again where it's like we we do all these research uh as humans on our own family dynamics to understand emotional uh uh and um physical all these aspects and data it's just sometimes it's just that easy it's sometimes it's just you know Put your phone away. Don't get distracted. Eat your dinner with your family. Have a conversation. Just really um, take in the moment, uh, so to speak, and just, you know, be there for one another. I just, again, I just so, it to me, it just is like, yes, we do all the data research, but it's good. It's so simple sometimes. It's just that. It's well, like, well. it just is so beneficial in those, in those little moments. I mean, it's, listen, man, it's <laughs> the same as what I talked about with nutrition and exercise, we all know what to do. We know mm -hmm. we shouldn't be on our phone in front of our kids yeah. all of the time, ignoring them. And so I, I think what it comes down to is, is making the concerted efforts and prioritizing those situations, prioritizing the actions that you want to implement and, and then being an owner and not making excuses of those actions. And so for me, 
is it very much becomes challenging myself to prioritize the time that I spend with my children, yeah. just as we all have a work calendar and, and we make some of those work events non-negotiable. Well, why are we not making our family time non-negotiable, mm -hmm. especially from this work from home environment? Absolutely. Right. And, and similarly is what are the sort of uh, the guardrails that we need to have in place when it comes to establishing these time commitments yeah. saying, you know, I'm going to spend X number of hours with each respective kid this week. I'm going to put it on my calendar, right? Because what is on my calendar is prioritized. Exactly. And so it's not unreasonable to expect to, to put those things. We, we think that, you know, it should be automatic, but it's mm -hmm. not. We have to put those, that structure in place. Yeah. And then within those specific situations, how am I showing up? How am I being intentional? Mm -hmm. How am I asking the types of questions that are going to facilitate facilitate the type of relationship that I'm looking for yeah. with my child? It's easy to be present when you're watching TV or on your own respective devices, but you're not really being present. Mm -hmm. and, and I'm simply saying this, Jose, from because I've been challenged in this capacity oh, and it's been a very beneficial way for me to address some of the limitations that I perceive in my life, right? Because as a business owner, as a husband, as a father, it's easy to get pulled in a, a, a number of different directions. And of course, that balance is very, very elusive. Mm -hmm. And so the way that I look at it is really there's different seasons. Yeah. And right now for me, over this next couple months of the year, one of the focuses for me is being very, very intentional about improving my relationships with my children. Yeah. And I understand that by doing that, by putting more time on my calendar with each respective kid and being intentional with that time, it's potentially going to detract from the time that I spend one on my marriage, two on my business, but I'm okay with that. Mm -hmm. Right. Because Obviously, those relationships are so valuable. Yeah, and absolutely. and I want to make sure I'm not focusing, you know, just exclusively on business all of the time. And then I turn mm -hmm. around, and the kids are gone, and I say, I wish I had done things differently. Absolutely, I think that's one hundred percent the reason why I do what I do for so long. As um, you know, I was in the office, and then I moved away as soon as my wife told me, you know one of us is going to have to stay home. It's just, you know, one of the things that we we talked, discussed internally about, because we didn't want, especially being our first, we didn't want someone else, the idea of someone else being there raising him um, just wasn't in the cards, you know, for either of us. And one being personally, I want his, the way that I was raised was something very special to me in that the culture that I was raised in and kind of the, how we were, you know, some of the things that we were taught in the culture and some of the things that we were um, brought into, I just want that for him. I want to give him language. I want to give him culture. I want to give him those perspective moments um, because mm -hmm. it was just in a very important to me, just as much, to have that when growing up and I had no idea when I was going through it, but at reflective in the later years. Um, yeah. Very important to me. So I think that, uh, you know, 
having accountability, like you were just saying, and putting that time in and putting it on the calendar was very, um, very much what I would do, very much what I'm doing. And on top of that, it brought perspective for someone who is a father to many, like father to multiple children. It's like, it's so beautiful in the sense that it's like, yeah, why not? You know, it's a it's a data that you can get, almost give back to your kids. Like, look, I schedule all this time with each of you individually. Like, mm-hmm. look, you know what? Everyone is like equal, but at the same time, you guys should already know that. But I just want you all to know it's like you guys are important to me enough to know that you guys are like I put this on the schedule. You guys, I love you so much. I want to each of you have your own time with me so that I can know each of you special individually. And so I think that is very unique and very special. I cannot wait to, I think that's something uniquely, pers- you know, that I've gained from you. Um, so thank you to that. One of the other things I'd love to get to know personally is in your own kind of like, what are the recovery things that you like to do? I I, I myself am a big, av- big advocate for um, meditation. Uh, mm-hmm. kind of like taking the days off, but I've also started to realize like cold plunge was one thing that mm. came across my books that came across, you know, my studies. Um, what are some of the recovery aspects for your own kind of training? That's a great question. And probably another one of my biggest limiting factors. Uh, so I, like I said, I grew up playing sports. I played mm-hmm. collegiate rugby. I played uh, men's club. So I came up, I went to U of A undergrad, played rugby for U of A. Then I came up oh. to ASU for grad school and played men's club rugby for years uh, nice. through graduate school and then and beyond. And and then continue, obviously, as part of my lifestyle is strength training and being physically active. And like I said, my family and I, we just got back for a hike, but yeah. I'll be honest, I, I don't make a lot of time for recovery. I mean, as a, as a business owner, father, I was going to say that you, you got so many like, other things. I, I don't, I don't have a lot of personal time, at least that I, frankly, that I don't prioritize right now. For the recovery, so yeah. yeah, for me, um, I, a couple things is, um, I'm definitely a fan of meditation. Um, I actually been practicing more lately, some Wim Hof breathing. You're probably familiar with Wim Hof by virtue of the, the cold therapy. Mm -hmm. Uh, I love the cold therapy sometimes in the winter, what I'll do, especially, um, especially when I'm starting to feel run down and I know my body pretty well. Uh, over all of the years of experimenting with different stuff. So specifically during times when I'm starting to feel run down, um, I have an infrared sauna in my garage. So I'll do infrared sauna and I'll alternate sauna and cold plunge by virtue of just jumping in our swimming pool Same. for a couple of minutes. Yeah. <laughs> when I said and cold plunge, I, I, don't I, need, I didn't, I don't have the cold plunge. I have a pool and I, I don't jump need to in the deep end. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I don't need to get fancy with the, the deep freeze or the ice barrel or any of that stuff, but I've no. got, I do have, and I've had an infrared sauna for geez, 10 years and I use that, uh, which I, I really enjoy that. I enjoy nice practicing some deep breathing exercises for 10 minutes. I try and do it daily, usually first thing in the morning. It seems to create some mental clarity, get me energized and or as the business owner, because I have a hard time shutting my mind off. If I wake up in the middle of the night and can't seem to go back to sleep, I'll practice those breathing exercises. And it seems to kind of switch me back into rest and relaxation mode. 
uh, and, and help me, um, go back to bed. And then, like I said, um, you know, just the contrast otherwise that's really it. I mean, I, I listen to my body. I try and train consistently. I walk a lot and I found walking actually as much as it's something that I've preached for years and years as to just the value of walking for, for just a myriad of reasons, you know, Mm -hmm. certainly caloric expenditure, um, digestion, uh, but absolutely as a means to help manage stress. Mm -hmm. And so I would say, since we're on, since we're on the topic would, would definitely be making more of a concerted effort to walk consistently every single day, trying to accumulate at least 10,000 steps. And that actually, for me, helps quite a lot, both with mental and physical recovery. I love that. I agree 100%. Why um, the thing that I keep again advocating for is like, those little things do make all the difference. I've learned from myself, it's like your own, like you said, experimenting and just I, I put that into my daily routine is again, it's like, because I, it's already ingrained in my daily routine. I have a dog. So it's like going for a yeah. walk with the dog and just, you know, I just get out of the house, let, you know, sometimes she gets off the leash and I just let her go, you know, cause we live near a canal. And so we're, I just let her go walk on along the canal and I just kind of walk. And it's just, yeah. again, it, it takes you away from the four walls that you call work or home and you just you're you're in nature you listen to the birds you can you know take all of that in and it it again your brain just needs that moment where it breaks away from the stress from you know whatever it was thinking of however long it takes you but again for me it really only takes me about like less than five minutes to just that stress goes away and i can come back you know yeah in a different mindset reset and then go again for whatever it may be, whether it's fatherhood or working or whatever it may be. So it's, again, it's, I, it's great. It's really great. It's low hanging fruit, man. <laughs> yeah, I mean, if you think about it, it's just, it just is, it's we're stimulated all day long. And for so many of us, it's from the second we, we wake up, it's onto the phone, onto the computer to the second we go to bed between mm-hmm. food and a light um, and sugar and you name it is this constant drip of stimulation. And so very, it's very, very clear in the research, the value of getting out in nature, moving your body consistently and giving your, your body, uh, the opportunity to wind down, to get more, as we call it parasympathetic, that's your rest and digest nervous system and help your brain recover retain information help you be more creative um it's just so powerful i agree 100 percent. you are preaching to the choir i love this conversation again i really do appreciate who you are ben i think one of the things that we love hearing here at the podcast is just kind of the stories that make up the business and so you you giving us a little bit of the personal touch is just a cherry on top of everything else. I'd love to get one more question. It's really about goals and just kind of the future of the business. And I like to pivot this way just because it's a nice way to conclude our conversation, really kind of allow our audience to help you out in the end. And is there any goals or events that you have coming up that you kind of like that, that you want something either in the next future or in the next year or the next two years, three years, whatever that may be, let our listeners 
be able to help you in some sort of way? Yeah, for sure. So we run this annual event, right? This is our Elevate 2022 coming up. I don't know if this will be out in time. If not, that's fine. (laughs) Yeah, that's it's all good either way is we are very community-based company. Mm -hmm. And so we never want to be the type of nutrition and fitness coaching company that has thousands of clients, um, you know, tons and tons of coaches. It's just not the type of environment that we're looking to create. We want to maintain the semblance of intimacy. And frankly, uh, again, as a, as a busy father is quality of life and really making sure that I have time for my children and who knows what the future will hold. But what's important in the way that we're structuring things right now is we want to make sure that you're informed as a listener. Uh, obviously, I've, I've stipulated the importance of leveraging not only scientific research and data to be able to help us make that decisions, but also psychology, behavior change, and the art of coaching. And some of the ways that we do that to be able to give back to our community, it's not just through our in-person events, Mm -hmm. but also through ongoing and pretty frequent webinars that we run. And these are really wonderful opportunities for not only me, but our other coaches to be able to provide helpful real world realistic information for our followers that are very, very actionable and applicable. So we want to be able to give you the tools because listen, Jose, as I've, as I've alluded to is there's no secrets here when it comes to weight loss, it comes Mm -hmm. to calorie management, it comes to awareness, behavior change and consistency. Right. And so we want to be able to provide as much value as possible and shift the narrative here around the restrictive dieting mentality. This is the this is the the no rules health revolution that we are all about. And we want to be able to empower you, right? Our listeners with those tools to be able to say, just like we talked about, hey, if you're not currently walking, go walk. And here's why it's so powerful. Now take ownership and just commit to what is realistic for you Mm -hmm. and start to move the needle. And so if we can provide, and that's why we're committed to doing frequent webinars. So um, I'm sure you'll have a link and you can sign up for our email list through our website. I'm sure you'll have all the the, the link information there, but our company's BSL Nutrition. It's bslnutrition.com. But that way you can stay in the loop about our ongoing webinars. We've run... Um, a, a number of different trainings on uh, the secrets to fat loss, which I just outlined is there are no secrets, but there are a few specific things that you can be doing right away to help move the needle. Mm-hmm. Um, we've got a fat loss acceleration training blueprint that talks about some of the myths around the metabolism and how you can start to uh, immediately boost your metabolism, so to speak, Mm -hmm. to start to drive faster and more realistic fat loss. Again, all very science-driven. And so that's really our goal is to grow, continue to grow specifically within our local community, but also nationally and and globally. We've got a number of clients overseas. Um, Our coaches are the best in the business. 
between you know, master's degrees, PhDs, years and years of coaching experience, each of them with their own stories, but most importantly, having coached hundreds, if not thousands of individuals themselves between both nutrition and exercise, is we're very, very committed to providing the highest caliber uh, quality of business possible, especially in an industry that can feel so watered down yeah. Um, when it comes to one-off meal plans and restrictive diets and, and supplements and medications and all of those types of things. Absolutely. Thank you again, Ben, for everything that you do and just what you've talked to us about here today. I think one of the things that for me as someone who's just here to listen, just here to be a, a, a platform for you is just, again, I, I get to share my little tidbits here and there and just get to relate to you for a little while. But again, I am so appreciative to every person or owner who comes in because they don't have to. They really choose to be here. And I really, again, I'm very appreciative and thank you so much. So from me to you, thank you. And then from my listeners to you, thank you. And then on top of which we let the ending here, you already kind of told us the, the name, but let us know again where we can find you online, uh, any events that you got coming up. Uh, I know the November one's coming up, but again, anything and everything, this is your chance to remote. Go right ahead. Yeah. I mean, you can follow us. So we are on all social media at BSL nutrition, uh, our websites, bslnutrition.com. And we've got a number of helpful resources that you can sign up for that are great uh, getting started tools. Again, we're all about giving you actionable tools to get the needle moving on your own. And if and when you feel like you need support, then let's have a conversation and make sure it's a good fit. Because, you know, the truth, Jose, is that um, our coaching program is for anybody, but it's not for everybody. Yeah. Right. And we're very particular about the type of person that we bring into our our coaching environment, because mm -hmm. we do want to make sure that we are confident that we can help you make the change that you're looking for. Absolutely. And so just as you want to qualify us to make sure it's a good fit for you, we want to qualify you. And that's what we do in our initial uh, nutrition strategy call. And so um, someone can absolutely sign up for that through the website and have a free opportunity to just talk shop and walk away with some actionable items, mm -hmm. uh, regardless of whether or not it feels like a great fit, uh, as well as our Facebook group. And they can find that at smartnutritionmadesimple.com. And that's our Facebook group, our free Facebook group. It's a beautiful community. Um, again, it's the Smart Nutrition Made Simple on Facebook, uh, but you can get directly there by hitting smartnutritionmadesimple.com. And then our podcast is the Smart Nutrition Made Simple Show. Nice. Uh, and so that's on all podcast platforms. That, is that you in there, Ben? Yeah, that's our that's our podcast. We're about four years deep. We've got yes. about a hundred and uh, about one hundred and fifty, hundred and sixty episodes now. Nice, nice. Uh, and so I interview experts in the field: nutrition, fitness, supplementation, lifestyle, mindset. Uh, do a number of different solo episodes on all all types of topics. Have you got so you can on? check. I'm sorry. 
Did you get no, I haven't. <laughs> no, I haven't. No, I haven't. I I guarantee you that it'll, it'll. I'm making a a prediction here. He will be on. He will be on. Okay. All right. <laughs> I'll I'll be honest. I haven't even made a, an attempt to. As I just start to experiment with this myself, I always want to make sure I'm I'm very firm believer in what it is that we're promoting yeah. before I, so we don't just bring on random, you know, supplements and, and quote unquote health experts and promote different fads. But sure. we do really make a point to have uh very educated, knowledgeable uh, and kind of challenging conversations around why these different uh, methodologies are so beneficial. I love it. Thank you, Ben. Again, I appreciate everything that you do. Again, a commitment like that to to a podcast is um, is you know something that I can relate to. And again, I kudos to you for for keeping it up for the last four years. We're at year seven over here, so amazing. I I, I understand what you're going through. So uh, last but not least, you can hear every episode of our podcast at findingarizonapodcast.com. All social media is under Finding Arizona Podcast. Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, you let us know who you want in next. Last but not least, if you want to go become a super fan, that's patreon.com slash Finding Arizona Podcast. And after every episode, we always say kisses, hugs, and belly rubs to our four-legged friends and we will see you on the next episode. Goodbye, y'all.